What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Uncharted Horizons podcast. This we're we're starting a few minutes late, but I technically started it at eight thirty, and you just got to listen to music for five minutes. So, uh, that's that's what's going on there. So we are doing the best game of all time brackets. We're doing the final four. We're gonna finish that. I am Brayden. This is Nicole. I'm gonna let Nicole sort of set the scene for the matchup while I give everybody else a minute to come in and I get our graphics all good to go. So Nicole, if you want to take it from there. Yeah, so we're down to the final four in our bracket for best games of all time. Um, we ended up with Skyrim versus God of War on one side, and then the other side we have Resident Evil 4 and Persona 5 Royal. So that's where we left off, and ideally we need to come up with a winner, even yeah. though I believe I have my favorite game on one side and Brayden has his favorite game on the other. So uh, ideally we're going to come to a conclusion there, but we will see what happens. Um, after we decide or get through like our final four and figure out the final game, um, ideally it's going to be followed. We have a um, Cult of the Lamb giveaway code that Brayden was nice enough to yes. um, buy for the podcast. Yes. Um, so yeah, we ideally are going to do that giveaway and then we'll go into like our discussion and talk of Cult of the Lamb since we both finished that game. I actually rolled credits last night, so fresh yes. on the mind. And I did specify on the... Twitter. If you guys aren't following us on Twitter, by the way, the podcast, that's the best way to follow for like future giveaways and updates and all that stuff if you're ever interested in that. So if you're not following us there, that's definitely going to be step one. Um, the winner does have to be present uh, during the stream to win. So if we draw someone and they are not here, we will do another drawing um, and we'll just kind of play it by ear. Um, I will be... I didn't actually technically didn't actually purchase the code yet. I'm going to just... I have a Steam credit loaded. I'm going to buy it, but I didn't buy it yet. Uh, but it's it'll be there. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be a Steam copy. Um, just because I think that's the easiest way to like. If someone does win and doesn't have Steam, like maybe we can work something out. But I think it's just easier to just do it that way because then you can send the Steam key. Uh, screen cap Discord is picking the wrong stream. Yeah, no, I understand. We we were a little we were a little chaotic getting started today for multiple reasons. And uh, so thanks for everyone who's joining us. And uh, yeah, so Nicole set it up really well. We got the final four. Um, I guess we're just going to have to rip this band-aid off and really get right into this. So, uh, with the first matchup, the winners of the left and uh, the left bracket, rather, we've got Skyrim on one side. Obviously, we've talked about, at, you know, a lot. It's a uh, fan favorite here. Um, and God of War on the other, which won IGN's bracket. And ironically enough, these two actually faced off in IGN's bracket in the quarterfinals, which I thought hmm. was interesting. Oh, the quarterfinals. At least so, Skyrim made it quite top far Top eight. That one. It was top eight. And uh, God of War won, I think it was like 64% to like 46 or 36 or however that passed. Closer out, so. than I would think it would be, you know. Yeah, and it, it is interesting. So it, this, is, this is obviously, this is where this comes down to nuance here because we're ranking based on our opinion we're not necessarily ranking just ob on objectively the game, but at the same time, like, there's different factors to take into it. And Nicole has been very vocal about her love for Skyrim. Uh, we ran a poll on Twitter, and there was a some mixed feedback, but a lot of people did indicate that Skyrim would be their preference. Um, I like the game. Never had anything bad to say about it. I definitely do think it's, it's a bit overrated, but I think that has more to do with how much people how much people hype it up versus the game itself not being good. I don't think it's like an ocarina situation. Um, and then, of course, God of War, which is easily one of the most fun games I've ever played. Uh, just a really good complete story with Horrible. fun gameplay. Um, 
I don't know. Well, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> What's overrated there? I think they were talking about Skyrim, probably. Which, since... which is true, but again, it, it it's not just because something's overrated doesn't mean it's bad. It just like the hype that Skyrim gets at to this point for a game that like is the second best Elder Scrolls game. I just that's you know, Oblivion is a better game. You know, complete from start to finish. I think overall. Not now. Maybe it was. Well, ne- yeah, but then you have this. Then it then it's really objective because. I mean, which of course is the intent, but if we're looking at it as a whole, like, Skyrim came out in 20, what was it, like 2002? I don't know, 2011, something know, like that? It feels so like it's been a long, long time. I think it was 2011, but... So, we can wrong. look and say, you know, which one is a more complete game, and there's obviously, like, different perspective and stuff. Yeah, 2011. 2011. So... You know, yeah, like, you can point to things like graphical and whatnot and say that God of War looks better, but it's also seven years... I mean, that's, you know, that type of thing with graphics and styles are a little bit tricky to um, to quantify because that's just different time yeah, periods. I don't know, just, like, comparatively to the other God of War games, though, the it's not just graphics that makes this God of War better than those two. I I think I played most of the first one. I don't. I'm. I went back to play them before I even played this one, just so I like knew what I was getting into. And mm-hmm. I don't. I'm pretty sure I started from the beginning because I don't know why I would just like pick up in a random game. It was fine, but like the story is probably really what carries this one. Obviously, on top of it being like technically impressive and graphically. Yeah, and the story is definitely the most intriguing part because it's the type of game you can play even on a lower difficulty and still kind of just get into and enjoy um so yeah i mean obviously this this comes down to uh, the acknowledgement that like with the top four like all of these games are classics there's really no way around it um and and, and in essence some of this is going to come down to preference and it's going to come down to that so i mean i would pick god of war here obviously and i i'm inclined to think that you would probably pick skyrim now for what it's worth go ahead sorry I was gonna say if like we've been doing at least I've been doing this bracket like pretty on like a personal level, not mm-hmm. as like an objective level on what I think should be winning. If I was voting on what I think should be winning as far as like gaming in general, I'd probably say God of War. But like for me personally, Skyrim just like was one of those experiences that like I played once, and I like don't think. I mean, I'm sure I will. I've, things have been close, but like I don't think I'll get it like a experience like that ever again it was just like one of those things that just like hit hard and like i still think about it obviously and i've gone back to replay it so many times because it was that special and it's still that special which like usually i am not the type of person to rewatch shows and stuff or like movies even if i really like them i just don't do it for some reason i don't know why i just like don't ever want to rewatch something but like skyrim something that i like like oh no i want to replay that because i think i kind of think like there's so many other things out there I could be watching or playing, so it's like, why am I going to spend my time doing something I already know what happens in? But, like, Skyrim yeah. is one of those games, I'll just, like, I'll, I'll replay that for the rest of my life, it's fine. And there is a lot <laughs> of, like, like it. no, I mean, no two runs are going to be exactly the same, like, there is so much that can happen in the game, so that, that does make sense from that perspective. Yeah. Um, I would also put in there, put out there in the interest of fairness, while I have been going rather, um, you know, a mixture of objective. I mean, there were some tough matchups like Hades and uh, I forget which one it was in the last episode, but it was like Hades versus another game. And it was very close, very tough. Maybe even the Uncharted 2 matchup was tough for me. Um, But I would put God of War over Persona as well um, in this case. So if that were the matchup, and I just think it has to do with the fact that it's more, 
there's not a lot of people that couldn't pick this up and play it and enjoy it. Like, in other words, it's an adventure game. It's like 20 hours long. It's not crazy long. Both Persona and Skyrim have the... This isn't a detriment. It's just a difference that the game is a large time investment. You're not necessarily going to pick up and play either game all the way through without putting a lot of time into it. Skyrim's a little shorter, probably. Um, but in terms of, like, if I'm, say, somebody like, hey, you're in the mood to play a game. Why don't you go pick up this or this? God of War is going to be a lot more accessible and a lot more easy for people to get into than Skyrim is. And I would say the same thing about Persona, because I think, as much as I adore the game, it being an RPG, RJRPG in certain cases, it definitely has a niche following, so not a lot of people have played it or necessarily even know it exists. Um, this is true, yeah. Skyrim. yeah. I guess Skyrim's definitely a very specific type of game. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you can't really be like, anyone can play this. Like, it's going to be quite a shock to people if they, like, only play cozy games or something right, like that. Which is right. nothing wrong with that. But, like, going into an open world game like that, and that's, like, truly open world where, like, you're just fucking minding your own business and a dragon comes and ruins your day. Like, mm-hmm. that can happen. But, yeah, with God of War, you have... It's not super railroaded, but, like, you have, like, a very specific story and specific, like, sections you're working through. And like you said, you can go on easy, and, like, that game's still a fucking fun time. You can oh, yeah. just, like... It, they make it... Well, like, you can just walk through it if you really want to. Like, you're never gonna—I don't think you're ever gonna get stuck on the easiest difficulty because they have like story modes in games for that reason, just so people can experience the game. So, yeah, I think from that point, you're right. But like the same thing with Persona—you can't really pick that up. But like Resident Evil Four—that's another game. Obviously, there's like the difficulty with just what kind of game it is. Like, you can't—you don't want to die in that game. But I still like. There's still—I feel like there's more structure to that where someone could pick it up and try to like figure it out compared to like skyrim or persona yeah and i think ultimately that's what it's going to come down to for me because i'm happy with persona getting to where it got even if it doesn't win i think top four is still it's if you're considered if you're in a bracket in the top four best games of all time that's a lot of fucking games like that's a really good place to be um and i just think like the best example is if you were to like pick somebody that's not really a big gamer or somebody that doesn't play a ton of games like if you're a hardcore gamer and you love jrpgs like yeah persona easily and if you love adventure rpg games uh, skyrim is a great experience to play through but if i'm just like here this is a video game you don't know what video games are like an alien comes to earth and they're like give me a game i can play that's fun or i'll destroy your planet I'm going to give them God of War because I'm fairly confident that almost anyone's going to be able to go pick that up and play through it. And that is kind of what leans me towards giving that one the the win and the nod in this case. Yeah, I had fun, obviously a bunch of fun with both of them in probably different ways. Like you said, Skyrim's, you're not, Skyrim's actually longer than God of War, I'd say, because I... Oh yeah, easily, (laughs) easily. I only just beat Skyrim's main story, like... It was either earlier, yeah, I think it was earlier this year, I don't know, in the COVID years, I just beat the main story finally, because every time I played that game, I would get sidetracked with literally everything else, and I never finished the main story, so I finally did, but yeah, you can put as many hours probably as you want into that game to, like, plus with all the DLC, there's a lot to do. Um, God of War has a lot of post-game content, too, like, you can just finish that main story, and there's a bunch of other things you can continue playing, so if you want more from the game, like, you'll get it. But if you also just want to, like, experience the story, like, see what it's about and finish the game, like, you can do that, too. Because I finished the game and I was like, I am not fighting those Valkyries. I'm out. Yeah. And you just (laughs) kind of get to... I I never played Skyrim fully all the way through, either. I put a lot of time into it. I actually started it on two separate occasions. Probably is something that I should go back and try to play through again at some point. 
Um, maybe I'll do that when you start playing Persona 5, and then we can give alternating opinions on that. Um, but in this case, based on accessibility and just based on the overall fact that God of War is not... It, that Skyrim and Persona are both a little bit more niche, I think... I'm gonna I'm gonna go God of War here just as a more as a more complete sort of accessible video game. Yeah, I mean I'm fine with giving it God of War just because I could see God of War winning the whole thing, and I think that mm -hmm. that's a pretty good representative of both of us, mm -hmm. like both of our choices, instead of it being like a one sided thing. Because if it was up to us, we'd have like Skyrim and Persona winning. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's pretty. It'd be like a, a a split scenario. So I'm trying to find a level ground because I think we both really like God of War for sure. Um, yeah. and and obviously we're a little bit different on that. So okay, I'm gonna give that God of War the winner. Move that on to the final, Sadly. and then which is you know again it's top four. Sadly, but, but it deserves it. You know something's gonna lose. Yeah, and that's really where Everything we. Everything else loses except the winner. And that's, yeah, that's where we get to a tricky point with this. And it's kind of funny because God of War won the other bracket. But on the on the one hand, it's like, well, we went through all these videos, multiple hours of videos to do this bracket. But at the same time, there might be a reason that a large majority of people voted God of War to win, right? So it's not like it's this crazy thing that we may end up there, too. Um, oh, it's just like, and it's wild that it won, too, when it's uh, exclusive to a PlayStation. And so PC, you have all but... these people playing Skyrim on multiple consoles across multiple generations. Yeah. But then you have, well, yeah, now it's on Steam, but a right. PlayStation exclusive game that you can just pick up and play. You don't have to play the other uh, God of War games. You don't really need them. Because I think Skyrim's on the toaster now, too, right? The the smart toaster? It was on a fridge. That, <laughs> that would happen. not... Did that actually happen? Yeah, it was really on a playable fridge. Like, uh, one of those smart fridges, someone <laughs> uploaded it. But I, no, was it a toaster? They uploaded it on something crazy. I don't know, I don't know. why you would need a smart fridge. I, this is a whole other conversation, but you just made me think of it. Like, what is the point? It's a fridge. Like, why, what? Like, I saw, I've seen fridges with, like, Pandora and touchscreens. Like, who spends that much time near or yeah. around their fridge that you need a smart fridge? I, I need a fridge to, like, lock me out after 9 p.m. Well, that would be great, yeah. So there's no temptation for late night. Shut. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to the other one here, yeah. um, which is Persona 5 versus Resident Evil 4. You have not played either of these, correct? Uh, I believe we established correct. that firmly. Um, Gordon Ramsay. Why did, <laughs> why did you say Gordon oh, Ramsay? There was something. I was I was going to Resident Evil 4. Yeah, so for our podcast, for our listening audience, Persona 5, Resident Evil 4, uh, Persona 5 Royal, specifically. Um, and I'm going to just right off the bat concede to you the same point that I just used against Skyrim and say that God of War, I mean, that Persona realistically probably can't go any further than this because it is kind of locked in a niche scenario where i really it's my favorite like it's so unfair it's so hard to say but it's like that and uncharted but like with my own personal bracket i can put them side by side and it's fine because fuck it i make the rules but here like it's it really is a it's it's the best jrpg i've ever played and realistically probably the best game i've ever played like it's just that good and it's that immersive but there are going to be people who just don't like it or can't get into it because it's a time sink and it has you know a little bit of slowness to get going and it may just not be someone's cup of tea and that's totally fine and that's the beauty of gaming is that everyone has all these different things that they like and get into or what have you um like i absolutely recommend the game to literally anyone especially royal not the original like if you don't play the original it's fine but royal's a lot easier to get into and a lot more accessible um but 
at the end of the day, it's a JRPG. Like, it's it's got a niche audience, and not everyone is going to have played it, and that's going to hold it back from being, like, the top game, I think, overall. Yeah, I mean, I think if I played Persona, I probably would pick Persona, just because it seems like it'll be my kind of game. Um, but Resident Evil 4 seems to be, like, people's favorite from all of those, and I, like, I know that's from, like, my friend personally, too, and I was like, hey, what game should I play from the old ones? Because I played, uh, Seven? Yeah, seven and eight. Uh, that one in Village. It was like Resident Evil 4, which is getting a remake in March of next year, so I will definitely be playing it then. I was, I don't think I'll play it now. There's no point when there's a remake coming. Uh, but, I don't know if I would agree with that, and I only say that because the remake is likely going to be a lot darker and a lot more, at least based on what they've shown. Part of Resident Evil 4's charm is that it's very cheesy, but it's cheesy in a way that like is memorable. Like The villains are goofy. Surely you've seen The Merchant you know, the what are you boy and like the, the Resident Evil guy, the merchant or whatever. Like the game itself is is peak Resident Evil kind of campiness. Like Leon is not he doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, but it's still really fun to actually go through and play. And it was the first Resident Evil game to have like a merchant where you could actually buy different weapons and upgrade weapons and stuff like that. I would recommend that game to anyone that likes Resident Evil or is even remotely intrigued by Resident Evil. But if you're just like it's not even scary. Like, it's not like a spooky game. Like, the villains are very cartoony. It's a parasite-type thing. Like, they're not, I like... I like the sound of that. Right, so it's, <laughs> like, even for you, like, it, it's it's lower than Bendy in terms of jump scares. I think you'd be fine. Oh, thank God. But it does you have... Chased? Uh, not really. I mean, well, the, yeah, you do get chased by village people. No. But they're not... Well, they're... Is there, like, one guy that's, like, constantly coming after you? No, it's not like Resi 2 and 3 where you got <laughs> Nemesis and Tyrant... It's the game is 15 hours start to finish. If you're a completionist or you oh. want to like trophy stuff, it's about 30 hours to 100% complete. No, I'll just play it through. It is I absolutely recommend playing the original even if you plan on playing the other one. And like I don't know, I think we talked about this last time. You said you haven't played Resident Evil 2 remake, which won like game of the year a couple years ago and it's just like a ground up rebuilding they, of the original yeah did they get rid of the fixed cameras on those because that's yes. why i didn't want to play them like none of me wanted to play the game like that no matter how good it was like i hated it it looked terrible you mean like <laughs> the tank controls gone? kind of where you have to like move both like look no, it's just like the camera's fixed on the wall so like, oh, you're like watching no. the person walk through di- i just did not nothing like that like, like how that. am i gonna fight something when i'm like watching in a third person from like above the ceiling i'm just like no i don't want to yeah no it's not it. anything like that resident evil 2 and 3 on ps4 and i think re2 remake might have gotten a ps5 upgrade but like there's a reason that one that was game of the you know that those games are amazing and i highly recommend playing them i own them if you ever want to borrow them so you don't is have to this, buy is them. four the first one with leon or is it like is leon was in two oh, leon's okay, in, so, so chronologically first. speaking four eh, no it four is its own you don't have to have played anything else resident evil wise for four to Wait. make sense it's a self-contained story sort of it is chronologically a sequel but nothing that happens in four is like pertinent to anything else that you're going to do you're 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 out in because i don't want to spoil it it's been out for a long time but i think it's fun to actually experience even though the story is not like the full reason you play that game but you're out in the middle of like a, a country in like i think it's like south america or central america and you're in like an isolated like basically like aztec temple type areas and stuff like that with all this old architecture it's like a village in like spain or something and that's yeah. where most of it takes place so it's not like uh resident evil 7 where it's like in the house and it's all spooky and whatnot it's 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 really really Seven is good. horrifying <laughs> well the whole seven is i played 
some of it. I just so got scary. Oh, I, well, I remember watching you play. I didn't think it was that bad. In VR, I hear it's fun. I think you should try it at oh, some yeah. point. Um, Bridge Tram says you definitely need to play two to understand the stuff in four to BH because Ada is in it. Ada. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Ada is in it. I, I would say that pl I recommend playing two regardless. I would say that you could play four without having played two, and it doesn't take away from the experience. Is maybe what I meant to say. Yeah, Hades is hot. I mean, that guy. <laughs> That guy fucks. Well, we know he does. He's got at least one kid, right? He's got at least So he one definitely, child. I mean, he's been alive for literally all of existence, and I, I we don't know if Hades, has, you know, if, uh, what's his name? What the fuck's his name? Zagreus. Zagreus. We don't know if he has any brothers or sisters, but, I mean, Hades, Devin, who's, I mean, eh, what are you going to do? Um, he's hot. But I would absolutely yeah. recommend, I recommend both, honestly, but if you're going to play two. I mean, two's already got a remake, so the, my, it'll go on my backlog somewhere. <laughs> two remake is better than the original two. I mean, I've heard from a lot of people... That one has the chasey guy, and I don't Mr. X. Yes, the tyrant. And it's really, it's it's creepy, but not like, I'm not like, oh my god, I can't sleep tonight creepy, but it's like, there you always hear his footsteps, and he's always following you, so you have to be like one step ahead, because you don't know where he god. is, and you'll just be playing the game, and there's like dead silence, you just hear like he's up above I you, and then he'll pop. Cry. So, oh, I mean, stream I didn't like it if Lady you play. Demetresque following me around the castle. Like, she was always kind of there. Like, I would do my thing. I would get something, and then I would trigger her chasing me, and I'd have to fucking run around and, like, crawl into a fucking fireplace to get her to go away. They have worse ways Ugh. to go than Vampire Mommy, I guess. But I think... Bendy's not playing these games, though. Bendy's the same way. Bendy has the guy chasing you, and you need to hide in a fucking closet, and it's... <laughs> Bendy, I feel like, was just frustrating because I'm, like, objectively bad at puzzle games in a lot of cases. Not that I don't like them, I'm just, like, I my brain, like, gets very confused by... I played fucking Pajama Sam. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> Pajama <laughs> Sam not that long ago and got completely tripped up by a puzzle in Pajama Sam. Not a puzzle, but, like, a, um, a competitive... You, you, like, play this game of, like, dice or something against a carrot and, uh... <laughs> I played it while not fully sober, and it was very frustrating. And um, my friend was like, this game is made for four-year-olds. And I was like, yeah, but, like, four-year-olds have a hard. much better attention to detail. It is! Pajama Sam, Sam is hard. On this bracket. I literally bought the Thunder and Lightning game off Steam not too long ago, and I'm still, like, I haven't gone back to finish it. But I remember getting stuck, like, within the past ten years of my life on that one. So I was like, I'm buying it. I'm gonna figure it out. I think we should just do a joint playthrough stream of Pajama Sam at some point. Pajama Sam point is and click. We, that, we, that should be best game of all time. The, the, what was the other one? Putt Putt? Is that the, the car I didn't one? I played that one, but yeah, that's the car. It's, it's the, same, the same type of people. Alright, so I have to concede this one as much as I like Royal. I think, again, if I was to pick a game for somebody to play that was just looking for a video game to pass the time and get into versus something they were looking to like really sit down and sink their teeth into if I know it's their type of game, Resident Evil 4 is going to be what I pick here. Okay. Any... I, don't really, yeah, so I don't really have a say. Personally, if I played both, I probably would pick Persona. Because like I said, everything I know about that game sounds like I'm going to love it. It's incredible. But, yeah, I mean, I'll probably also like Resident Evil because I like 7 and 8 despite being terrified the whole time. There, it's the best <laughs> so... one, and I don't think it needs a remake, but I'm happy that it's getting one as long as they don't lose the spirit of what made it so good. Because 2 and 3 are very much, like, horror, like, I mean, not it's not, like, super scary, but it's, like, dark, it's intentionally kind of, like, the story is that Resident Evil 4 is, like, goofy, in a way, and if they take that away fully, I feel like that's gonna 
take like Leon has a bunch of campy lines that are just really stupid and cheesy, but it makes the game like it adds to your you know overall game experience. And uh, I don't know, I recommend that one for sure for you, especially because it's shorter. Like you could probably stream that in you know with the way you stream like once every three weeks, you could probably beat that in like a couple of years. Like it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> Yeah, not bad at all. Okay, so we've got our we've got our winners, which is going to bring us down to our final two, um, and that is going to be, of course, Persona and God of War. No, I'm sorry. You said well, it was <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil and God of War. That's my fault. Sorry. Occasionally, I'm wrong. Your conscience talking. Well, because I do feel like it doesn't feel right to use that argument against Skyrim and then use it in my favor for this. I had to be fair and consistent, I think, in order for us to end this bracket with an actual decision one way or another so here we are uh god of war and resident evil 4 as the final two uh two of four <laughs> two of the best games uh that i've ever played uh for sure uh, i wasn't even I good think... at resident 4 but it was great man this... man this is the easiest choice ever i mean it has to be god of war it is right? easy so but give a... resident evil 4. we're making content here i'm trying to draw out the discussion a little Skyrim wins. Skyrim's not even here. Yes. Look, yes. I think that at the end of the day... What do you think? Well, you've never... Mm. No, I think even if I played Resident Evil 4, like, I don't think anything I've done in either Resident Evil game so far and what I've seen of, like, 4 and stuff, I don't think it would top God of War. God of War gives you, like, the perfect story. Like... It's, it's, it's like the the thing that we love where you have like the grumpy dad and like the energetic like child and they've been doing that a lot with like Hawkeye and just like a bunch of shows like mm -hmm. it's a formula that works we love the trope <laughs> yeah because Haw begrudging or like be begrudging parent figure it doesn't even have to be like their biological dad in this case so you have like literally the god of war it's like mean i don't even know i don't have like words for kratos he's mean and then you, kratos yeah, mean. He's mean he's a douche <laughs> Yeah, you it's know that, that guy. The dialogue in Resident Evil 4 is phenomenal. That's why I want you to play the original because it's just such a it's just such a cheesy it's such a great game. I'm on I've honestly thought about replaying it before the new one comes out. And I have time, so um I might do that at some point just to like get back into it. Um yeah, so again, Kratos is mean, Leon is nice. I think that pretty much is gonna sum this up here a little bit. But mean guys, you know? He's gets a, he's gotta escort his kid and like He's help a piece him. of like, shit, but like so he good. cares about he's his kid. Because yeah, Joel, it's the last way. of us. Like it's the last of us type thing, except you could argue technically, which might ruffle some feathers, you could argue Kratos is less of a piece of shit than Joel, just in terms <laughs> of well, well, well actually Kratos technically dooms the world too in the end of God of War three when he like triggers the triggers death of everyone. So I guess in theory, like you and know, somebody I'm not naming names, but you know the next one, someone triggers Ragnarok. So Kratos, I fucks... don't I don't remember who triggered Ragnarok, so I'm not giving you a spoiler. Well, it's pretty obvious because the coming, next game is called so... uh, God of War Ragnarok. Kratos fucks. So, no, he, yeah, he probably that, does. That's also the end of the world. So. Yeah, and I mean, we don't even know, so maybe Joel is better. I feel like the smear campaign against Joel has gone a little too far, but... It's still really sweet, though. Like, you have this, like, brutal dude and his son going to spread their wives and mothers, like, ashes, and it's just like, <laughs> how do you make, like, taking that as a story, it's like, oh, how are you going to make God of War a game about spreading your wives' ashes? And, like, they did it in such a fun way, obviously. They have, um, like, all the action is wicked good. 
there is nothing more satisfying than throwing his axe and recalling it to you. It's I do so like good. that. I also feel like the game wouldn't have existed if they just fucking spread her ashes like in a lake. Like she's dead. She's not gonna know. They had like everything that happened could have been avoided. And I haven't finished it yet, but everything that happened could have been avoided if they had just dumped her in a lake and been like, "Yeah, I took care of it. It's fine." And then you know, the, the whatever. But that's fine. I mean, it's just what I would have done. Uh, yeah, it's better than like, rubbing like... himself again. I guess that's true. He could have covered himself in the ashes, taken a dip in the water, let him spread. He would have been fine. Um, but it's. Yeah, but it... then you got like their little companion guy, the little talking head. Forget his um, name. It's been a while now. Mjolnir. No, not Mjolnir. No. Mimir. His, his name's like Mjolnir's that, yeah. the hammer. You got like the two brothers, Brock and Sindri. Like they're sweet. Like they have a very cool cast that you meet, and the I sequel like looks even better with this as far as the cast. Like, I like oh, Freya too. She's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, Freya's cool. I'm visually, looking forward to it's finishing. Pretty. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think I, like the... I, I think it's fair to go God of War here. I mean, we know it's it's worthy. Yeah, and and the funny part is that when we started this, I really didn't think that it was going to end up coming down to the God of War. I knew it would be in the top, but I didn't think it was going to be the winner necessarily. But the way that Resident Evil swept half the bracket sort of on the other side with those matchups... like having played it. Yeah, right. So, like, and again, it's just sort of... It, it was a very much unexpected... I thought Last of Us would get farther, and you could argue that these types of brackets have one inherent flaw... And it's that they match up games that have literally nothing in common, so you can't even really compare them. Like, in a realistic sense, if I was going to sit down and make an objective bracket that we weren't just, like, doing for fun, you wouldn't really even have God of War and Resident Evil 4 in the same competition with each other. It'd be, like, best survival horror game and best, you know, yeah. beat-em-up It's hard game to talk about when they're completely different genres and they're trying to achieve different things. But, at the end of the day, I think either one was a safe bet, and so I think that's a pretty fair way to end it, you know, after yeah. we've gone and breaking broke I can't speak today, broken down all of this. I think that's a pretty fair way to end it. And I was just taking a look for context purposes at IGN's bracket. So like the final four. Ew. And the final four of that bracket, which I have and am trying to pull back up again. The final four of that bracket was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas versus God of War. <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto 5 versus Breath of the Wild. Are you fucking That was me? the final of IGN's bracket. So GTA San know, Andreas. That's, just, that's a fucking popularity vote. Because, I mean, that's what it is. IGN has a very wide reach. So the fact that both GTAs made it is not surprising to me in the league. <laughs> not only did both GTAs make it, certain matchups were astronomical here like like mm. I, it's just kind of insane how some of it went and gta 5 smashed uncharted you know the last of us smashed metal gear solid like these numbers are skewed and it's interesting because people are voting a lot off of what they remember and or what they yeah. played recently you know skyrim beat ocarina but lost to uh god of war in the actual bracket so it was kind of funny that that was sort of the same um thing that we had and persona didn't even make it beyond the first round because it lost to super mario brothers 3 which is just insulting realistically um and i think people just have like this uh this like this 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 cult-like mentality with uh with with some of that stuff
Yeah, I remember either Skyrim made it and we didn't think it was going to, or vice versa, because they were running polls on multiple sites. So, like, Skyrim had, like, the lead on, like, Instagram, say, but then the votes from Twitter made it so it lost. Either that or, like, ended up winning. People were like, oh, was supposed to move on? And it's like, well, it did, because they were doing, like, a cumulative vote from all their sites. So they got, like, a pretty, like, wide outreach and did it in a good way. Yeah. yeah, God of War deserves that. I think so, too. I think we reached a mutual agreement here. We both had to give something up here to get there. Um, we took our own journey to the top of the mountain to spread the ashes of our video game fandom, and we got here, so we're okay. Um, <laughs> God of War, definitely deserving to win, and as someone who just loves GameCube and is a huge fan of Resi 4, I, it may warms my heart to see that it made it that far. So, that was a pretty unexpected, uh, a pretty unexpected performance, so... Yeah, I look forward to playing that, and then also Persona, which, once I'm done, well, I finished Cult of the Lamb, but I need to Platinum clean that up and finish Stray, so then I can actually start Persona. <laughs> I mean, the rest of this year has got nothing. Everyone keeps running away from God of War, so... <laughs> this is true. You're going to have to pick a game for me to play, because essentially, yeah. you're playing Persona and Resi 4, both of which I would very much have selected uh, here for you so at some point you're gonna have to pick something on this list that you like that i have not played i know you said good things about journey and what is it the other I didn't game played journey i just heard it was like i've heard oh that's right that's right i forget yeah. the other one was was it what remains of edith finch that's another one i thought you talked about but i may be mixing brackets here because that may have been from something else i never played that one either but i've heard good things about it yeah that was the playstation bracket but that is a great walking sim uh yeah i i like like, I just have a weird thing where, like, some games that are not normally in my genre of things I like, I'll just get into regardless, and it's sort of, um, it's just sort of yeah. random. But we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and pivot now. Give away. Give away. And we're gonna pivot to the giveaway, and in the interest of fairness, I'm going to just run an application, which you guys will not see on here, but I'll post the screenshot. It's gonna just take the tweet and randomly pick someone who retweeted it, so... What the requirements were to enter, if anyone missed it, was to be following us on Twitter at unchpodcast.com. I, what am I, 80? Why did I just add a .com to that? That was embarrassing. At unchpodcast, and then to follow us on there, make sure you're following Nicole's stream here. She does stream sometimes even when we're not doing podcast shows, you know, like once in a great while. And, uh, and yeah, so we've got Cult of the Lamb here, which I think is... Very much, for some reason. I'm going to run this uh, this giveaway real quick here. So just not sure that that would go over well with my girlfriend, to be honest. All right, so 51 people entered this this contest. Oh, my gosh. And we have nine eligible people. <laughs> Let's see if how you're we're doing it by whose view, who's watching. I, I might pick it. Did it say you had to be watching? When I did the say video? the winner will be given away at random live, and I also did say that... Uh, that it like you'd have to claim on the stream however in the interest of fairness i will give the winner 24 hours to claim it so if they don't we will redraw but i will give 24 hours and i'll make a post and we'll give it fairness in, like in fairness for that so the tweet is up and we need one person who retweeted and has to be following Let's see what we've got. Bear with me. Okay. 
And trees loaded. Continue. Begin drawing process for names. Let's see. All right. Back to the screen. We do have a winner. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce this, so I'm just going to put it out there. It is at Nurgle Herald. That is N-U-R-G-L-E Herald. At Nurgle Herald is the winner. Um, and I will post a tweet after the show ends. I'm going to, you know, if this individual is in here now, then we'll, we will leave that. But Nurgle Herald is the winner. And congratulations on that. I'll put the, um... I'm going to put this up for a sec here because I think that if anyone's watching on mute, they might not necessarily know what's going on. So I'm just saving the winner and I'm putting it up and showing that it's genuine. So this is the winner. This is the draw. I'm putting it on the screen for a second. Nurgle Herald, uh, congratulations. Uh, I will get in touch with you. And we will email you your Steam code. Uh, like I said, you'll have 24 hours to claim from when I put the tweet out. So after the show ends. And uh, we'll definitely be doing some giveaways in the future. Uh, for sure. Maybe not necessarily for a game. Maybe just like a Steam credit thing or whatever. But it would definitely be cool to... Um, in the field, like if you guys are listening to this on the podcast and hearing it later. Make sure you're following us on socials because I think... You know, doing stuff like that to give back to the community and even to, like, pick a game and be like, hey, like, you want to play this or gift a sub or things like that. Like, we'll definitely do that in the future for sure. Um, so if you're not following us, you won't know. And it seems, you know, we want to, like, give thanks to the people who are definitely taking the time to follow. So Nurgle Herald, congratulations. Um, make sure uh, that you get in touch with us if you hear this now. And like I said, I will I'll put the tweet out after, but I just wanted to pop it on the screen so it was visible and you could see that it wasn't flagged or anything else. It was just fully legit and uh, yeah, congrats. So that's that. Cult of the Lamb giveaway. Nurgle Herald. Yep. Okay. And now we get to talk about the game. Which is exciting. Um, I'm going to let you start. Okay. But I'm just trying to get some you know, graphical things on the screen here. So we've got Cult of the Lamb. Uh, Cool. Yeah, should I read what I wrote earlier, or should I just kind of wing it? You can, I mean, do I don't know if you want to read the whole thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, the whole thing, I would definitely suggest that you guys, if you're interested in, in you know, more in-depth, um, like, reading analysis, if you will, uh, to check out Nicole's blog, gaming blog, which I am posting a link to in the Twitch chat now, um, and I also have added to the uh, description for our Twitter page, uh, oh, so you thanks. guys can check that out. Um, she's definitely got a way with uh, with writing that sort of is definitely enjoyable to read, and I'm not just saying that because she's listening here, so uh, definitely check it out. Um, and she gave some pretty in-depth thoughts on it, but uh, I have some. I'm sure you have some. Whatever way you want to phrase them, uh, by all means. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'll read the first two paragraphs just because I kind of gave like a brief rundown about what the game is in general. Mm -hmm. um, so Cult of the Lamb is a game of the year contender, rewarding roguelite, an entertaining yet morally questionable management sim. Um, at the simplest level, you play as a sacrificial lamb turned cult leader as you pay back your debt to the god who revived you. As cult leader, it is your duty to recruit new followers to your faith, build the cult settlement, and provide food and shelter to your followers, who in turn provide resources and devotion to you. Um, so yeah, you pretty much start the game with absolutely nothing. You have this blank settlement. Um, you start recruiting followers, so it's 
you will actually start with the dungeon run, so I'll get into the dungeon stuff after, but you start recruiting followers, which have a bunch of different little animal forms. It's really cute, so, like, you can have, like, a little bat, you can have a crab. It's That doesn't affect the game at all. It's just, like, your preference. You can rename them and make them different colors, but you pretty much run through these dungeons to gain resources, and that's also where you get followers. Um, the followers on your... I don't know what you, what do they call that your farm? They just called it your cult. The cult, like your area, just the farm, <laughs> the hangout place, I guess. <laughs> your cult area, your cult home base, I guess. Your cult base. Um, Jonestown. There, I'm not really sure if it has a name. Yeah, I mean, I named my cult of the Sith, so that was okay. that was my cult. You like Star Wars? Yeah, you get your followers. Yeah, you get your followers. You uh, use them. Well, you in the beginning, you have to do everything yourself. So you have to build them beds. You have to cook for them. You have to start chopping trees. You got to like clear out your space so that you can actually start building other things and then using those resources to build more buildings, build your farm so that there's food and all of that. Um, in the meantime, when you're not like doing cult settlement stuff, you're running through the dungeons. So there's four main dungeons. They're all themed differently, uh, different enemies. Uh, it, at the end of each dungeon, there's like a main boss you have to get to. Um, so like the whole point of the game is keep your cult happy, kill the four main bosses. And then there's other stuff that happens, but I guess we should do a spoiler warning at some point, but I yeah. just wanted to like give like a brief rundown before people left if they didn't want to play it, but So spoiler warning. I'm gonna give this a second because I know Twitch delays like twenty seconds or fifteen seconds or something. If you guys are listening to the podcast, like I don't know, I would say skip ahead a little. And we're not gonna you know there's not it's not, not a ton that we could realistically spoil that would really ruin the game experience for you but if anyone doesn't want to be spoiled here's your warning we're going to talk about the game itself and all the other experiences in it so yeah so um i am a big fan of roguelike games as a whole uh at least every one i've played i've enjoyed uh, i would definitely say cult of the lamb is up there for me uh, i think one of my favorite parts is the way it integrates the roguelite with the animal crossing type like you know life sim thing i actually think that i enjoyed the farm or cult whatever you want to call it side of it much more than i did the other side i think that it was a little bit too simple for the dungeon runs and i've played binding of isaac and hades which are two of the best roguelites i've ever played i like hades the best by far but hades has a billion thing i mean i in my opinion hades is the best roguelite of all time and after playing cult of the lamb i definitely put it above binding of isaac personally but i don't i can't say i put it above hades but that's not an indictment on the game it's just hades has everything um i feel like there is there are four different difficulties so there's easy and then there's medium which is the recommended difficulty by the devs if you're like just starting out to get the you know a lot of times games will have a recommended difficulty so that you can get the experience the way that they intended it to be designed and then you can sort of go hard or hardest to give yourself you know more of a challenge or less of a challenge depending on what you're comfortable with um that was my only real kind of complaint going through the game is that it didn't ever really feel hard and like i get that i get that there's different difficulties so i and i know you're gonna have opinions on this and i'm gonna let you fully get that out but i just want to put this out there I feel like if the baseline recommended difficulty for an experience that, you know, still offers an easy option for people who maybe just want to play the game and have fun and don't give a fuck about, like, the special challenges or hardness or whatever, should at least make you feel like 
there's a possibility that you could die because part of the benefit of roguelites is like if you do die you get back you start another run you have to learn and improve where did i go wrong last time what did i do wrong this time you know what i mean like that kind of approach and i never really felt that way in this game i died twice and they were both because of my stupidity and just playing badly or like going into a fight with one health and rolling into an enemy like it's not even a an indictment on the game it's just if i had to pick something to say that i like would have liked to see differently it just felt a little easy and and it didn't really feel like the 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 dungeon part of it had enough diversity where it's like there's a bunch of different weapons which is cool but it's all the same play style there's no ranged attacks there's no magic it's just you either get the dagger or the axe the hammer there's no magic really even like you don't really have i mean you have the curses i guess those are magic. No, they're not magic. They're not your main. Yeah, you, have your, you have your base attack, and then that's like your like alt, which is like your magical attack. That's all different. You learn, you unlock so many of them, like so many. Obviously, I think they should give you more of an option because you only you don't really get to see them, and you unlock so many of them. But like, I don't think I saw every combination I could have got that I was unlocking because you unlock things so fast. But yeah, I don't think I got. I want to finish. I want to go back into the game and unlock everything that I didn't unlock, like the rest of the collectibles and the items and stuff. Um, but I don't think, and again, like, I just want to clarify because I think the game's awesome. I, I love it. It, Devolver is just on a roll. Like, I can't wait for the content updates that they've promised to see, like, what that means. Are there going to be new bosses? Like, are there going to be new bosses? But whether or not you agree or disagree with me on the difficulty part, because I know you, you stated it and I'll let you kind of make your case. So I'm not speaking for you, but you told me when we talked about it earlier and like prepping that because you have hard and hardest as an option like people really shouldn't complain about the difficulty but what i will say is that the final boss of the game being the one who waits like the big bad is quite literally easier than most of the other bosses and whether or not the game itself is inherently easy the big bad final boss should definitely present more of a challenge than the bosses that come before him otherwise you don't get the same level of like feeling rewarded that you made it through and you beat the guy, I was like, oh, I kept thinking there was going to be more, like, another stage to him. And there wasn't. And I was like, oh, that's it? That's how it ended? Like, it almost just felt a little anticlimactic, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. He was the easier of the fights compared to, like, the last two main bosses. Because, like, <laughs> fucking Calamar, dude. This dude pulls out fucking eight weapons. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? I, I didn't die fighting him because I happened to go into this fight with a bunch of hearts. But I got hit so many times. Because I didn't, that was my first time fighting him, I didn't know his patterns. Yeah, um, his machine gun. But, no, yeah, the final boss was surprisingly easy, but I guess in one way you could be like, oh, he was, it was an easier fight. Or you could be like, no, my lamb's just actually stronger than he is, and, like, he deserves to be the one in charge now. If you want to take it that way, because you well, you do get rewarded for playing the game a certain way, and I think if you're a random person picking up a game like this for the first time, you might not have as easy as a time as we did because we're both, like, pretty experienced with just, like, game mechanics in general yeah. and also playing other roguelites. So, like, we were able to quickly see how the game works and just kind of, like, be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of the longer you played, you unlock things pretty quickly. So, like, I was constantly upgrading my base weapon stats. I was, like, going into the dungeons and, like, ending up with, like, freaking 12 hearts by the time I got to the boss. <laughs> So even though I was taking hits, like, it didn't really matter because I was, like, using demons to bring me more health, like, using vampiric weapons that was dropping health, mm -hmm. so, like, health was never really a huge concern. What does make it interesting, though, is for the Platinum on PlayStation, you need to 
fight each four of the bosses without taking any damage. So if you want a challenge, go ahead and try that. Now are you, that's going to be a fun one. <laughs> are you going to do that on hard, or are you just going to do it on the basic difficulty? I'm going to stay with where I am. Where you're at, And yeah. see if I, can, if I can handle it, which I should be able to, because you get a pretty long invincibility window when you dodge, which is really nice, because mm. sometimes they fill your entire screen with fucking chaos, and you really yep. have to be precise with where you're dodging to, so you can dodge through an attack and land somewhere safe while you have, like, fucking fireballs and frogs jumping around so they make it challenging like in that respect but i think you can learn how to like be good at that game like fairly quickly yeah and i guess that's both a good and a bad thing and it really depends on the perspective and like i'm inherently just like bad at a lot of games like i play games that i like because of story or things i get into there's not a lot there's a small handful of games i'd say like i'm pretty good at this like i can play but, like, more often than not, like, I struggle with certain things, and I just prefer to just play and immerse myself in the experience. But this game, I don't think I ever once felt like, oh, God, I, I'm not going to be able to beat this. Like, Elden Ring, I put a ton of time into. But I had so... I was throwing my controller, I was swearing at the TV. Like, I was pissed! And the reason that I like that is because when you are angry when you are pissed at they like fuck this game fuck this stupid boss like i hate him and his family when you finally beat them it feels extremely gratifying so while cult of the lamb is extremely fun and really it's it's like it's a very like you know fucked up theme but they have all these adorable animals so it's like a, just a neat like parallel going on with the whole thing it's not rewarding is that fair to say? Like, like not to say I didn't yeah. enjoy it, but it doesn't feel like it rewards you for being good. It just feels like you just play through what they have for you, and that's cool, and that's not bad. I just, based on my experience with other roguelikes, maybe unreasonably expected more of a challenge than I got. Yeah, I mean, I think you should just play it on a higher difficulty and see if your opinion stays the same. <laughs> I kind of want to. Easy, I've been thinking if it's still easy on a higher difficulty, then I think there's like something to be said about like balancing needs to be done with mm -hmm. their stuff. But you did play on like the recommended. Like they don't want. I don't think that that's not what they're going for. They're not going for the. We want this game to be so hard that people yeah. like talk about it for how hard it is. Like that's it's not that's Dark the Souls. souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's their thing. They want people to suffer. Um, but yeah, I think. At first, I was, like, souped when I killed the first boss. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, like, I did this. Yeah. And I feel like early on, like, I did it, but I feel like I still got down to, like, pretty low health or almost dying. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's sick. But then, like, as the game went on, I think you do level up very fast. So, like, the challenge kind of goes away. And obviously, like I said, the platinum trophies, those are going to be a challenge because that's, that's quite a tall order <laughs> to not get hit. There's nothing that can, like, give you bonuses for that either. The only thing I'm thinking of is... There's a tarot card that you do damage when you roll into enemies, so mm -hmm. that way, if you're rolling and you end up rolling into the enemy, you're not going to actually take any damage instead of, like, usually you would because you're touching them. Yeah. Well, there's also so, a curse attack that gives you invincibility for, like, two seconds or something. Is there? The divine... Yeah, so it blocks all enemies away is and gives you two seconds does? of in oh invincibility, so that might be worth looking into for you just to kind of see what's going on there. Um... But yeah, I mean, I recommend the game to anyone. It's very affordable. It's not expensive. So that's another thing. It's like, it's a $20 game. Well, it's $25 on release, but it's, you can find it on sale on a few different platforms already. Um, and so I would definitely recommend it. It's fun. I just didn't feel like it was a challenge. And again, I think a lot of that may be on me because I went into it. Hades was really tough at first. Like the first time you fight Hades it's hard enough because of how hot he is but then on top of that when you're fighting him 
he's just he just destroys you. Like, no, I don't know of anyone that beat Hades on the first try that they fought him. I have a couple friends who are substantially better at those types of games than I am, and I think even they struggle with him a little early on. And sometimes it just comes down to luck of the draw. Do you get shitty items? Do you get, like, things going on? Whatever. Um, and this is not that. But again, that's more so me having an expectation that was never promised to me than it is, like, the game devs doing anything wrong. It's just, I'm pointing out that, like, if you're looking for a challenge, maybe don't go into the game on standard difficulty with the expectation that it's going to be a challenge. Just lower your expectations to something more reasonable, and then maybe you'll enjoy the experience a little bit more. Or just play in a higher difficulty. Right, either or. Yeah, absolutely. Play it blindfolded and see what happens. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll do great. There's a lot, a lot of haptics on the controller, so... Yeah, <laughs> Kill Will said, uh, is that a frog emoji? Or is that just the a pot boy? Is that the guy from Elden Ring? Is that Alexander yeah. the Pot? Also, hello. Thanks for checking out the uh, the stream and thanks for jumping on, saying hello. Um, pot guy, whatever his name is, Pot Man. Pop Man. We are um, man. discussing Cult of the Lamb. We are getting pretty close to wrapping up here. Um, I think probably another 10 minutes or so. We're trying yeah. to shorten these a little because the first couple were like almost two hours long and. I have a short attention span, so I know for sure that asking somebody else to sit through that for two hours, you know, sometimes less is more. Like, we have new yeah. topics coming up that are exciting, and we don't want to, like, you know, go to... Yeah, but outside of the dungeon, though, like, Cult of the Lamb, the farming sim stuff's, like, really fun. They mm -hmm. made it, like, pretty easy. Um, the more you progress, the more the followers will self-automate for you, so you don't have to take care of the farms anymore. You don't have to resource harvest. Like, they'll do all of that for you. Um, the only thing they don't do is feed themselves, which I found super annoying. It didn't change how I felt about the game at all. It was just something I was like, this, I could hire a chef. Like, where's my chef? Wait, I, they I feed do, themselves? The they, well, they'll eat, but you still have to cook. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. I yeah, yeah. everything but my cooking station. Like, if you leave food out for them for too long, it'll just go bad, so you can't, like, prep meals. And if, so I have to come back to feed these assholes, because <laughs> otherwise, everything else is taken care of. I don't need to come see them. Uh, I don't know, I had so a bunch annoying, of old people but... die. A bunch of my elderly people died. When I, when I was trying to get to the final thing, where you need 20 followers, I had 14, I think. Kept dropping like flies. And they just kept dying, so I go on a dungeon run, and after you beat each boss, and then the boss that replaces that boss, you don't get a, a, a person or a follower by clearing the dungeon. You just get it from the... Follow, like you can pick the path with the follower and then you buy one from the spider so i was never getting ahead on followers because i would get two and one would die and then i'd get and then they'd all get sick because the other guy died so you you have to like that i was so tilted because i was just like man i probably should have stocked up on followers earlier but i didn't know weird i wish somebody warned you about that no it... i did i said you need 20 followers to access the last door and i thought the last but... i thought the last door was the door where it was 12 and you were just wrong. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was I wasn't gonna spoil it for you, but Well no, I mean, yeah. Which they, was... they give you they give you the opportunity. Like I don't want twenty followers. The only reason I had that many, I'm happy with like ten. Not even. The only reason I had that many is because I know you needed like more to yeah. access the doors. But like sometimes they'll be like, Oh, like show us your compassionate, take in these sick followers, and then you end up just getting like two. Yeah. And then you'll get you could possibly get like two in a run and then you can also resurrect your dead followers, which I did a lot because I named mine after Star Wars people, which mm -hmm. I think we forgot to talk about. I've had it on the screen here. I've been going I don't know what Savage is. I think Savage you just leave Savage. that Savage. Oh, is that like a French guy? Did you not watch Clone Wars? No, I've never seen Clone Wars. Oh well you did. You watched did you watch Rebels? 
None of the animated series. Oh, okay. I, I, I actually, I tweeted about it not too long ago. My friend John was like, you should definitely watch it because it's good. I just have never seen I I know it's not like canon to anything, right? It's just its own one thing. Wars is. is they it? both are now. The... It was a weird thing. One time one wasn't and one was, and but now I think they both are. So. Interesting. Clone well, Wars is definitely canon because, my God, that show will make you feel things. Is that the one with, with Ashoka? Ahsoka, yeah. Okay, whatever. It's spelled A S H O K A. I don't know. <laughs> it's Anakin's Padawan. It like literally goes right up to the point of that we've seen in Revenge of the Sith, and it's literally so fun. See, I love Star Wars, and I'm not gonna get into it a ton because I know we have a future video and a future episode coming up on this in the near future. But I've seen a lot, but there is a lot of Star Wars media. There is a lot. Like you can't possibly yeah. consume all of it. Like I haven't finished. There's less Marvel. I mean, there's more Marvel content. Right, but I Star Wars. <laughs> You watch the nine main movies, and you've seen what you need to see. If you want to watch the other stuff, it just adds to the experience. But, like, just watch the main nine if that's all you can do. Well, because Mando's amazing. Kenobi's great. I didn't finish it yet, but I have to. And and I haven't seen episode one, Phantom Menace, because I just... <laughs> no, you cannot. We're not talking Star I've Wars. I've told you this. all nine movies. I've seen every movie except episode one. I could spark notes you it. You need to watch Phantom Menace. It makes the other so good by comparison because that movie is so bad, but it's also hilarious because little kid Anakin is like a little shithead. <laughs> okay. I'll watch it. All right. Anyway, I, think... I named all my followers yeah. after Star Wars characters. I decided to do that because I was like, I'm going to have to come up with a name every time. You don't have to. They pick a name for you and you can randomize. But it was very rewarding because the characters have interactions with each other. Like, I had this... I had Han Solo come up and ask me to play a prank on Luke by making him eat a bowl of shit. Yeah. Like, that was fun. I remember um, that scene I had movie. a really sad thing where, like, I built gravestones so that my followers could go grieve at graves. And, like, I swear the computers knew who they were because it was, like, really sad. It was, like, <laughs> it was, like, Kylo Ren grieving over Darth Vader's grave. And I was, like, this is the best thing I could have done. And then towards the end... I had to fight one of my followers, and it happened to be Rex. And I was like, what are the odds? Like, Order 66, I have a fucking clone turning on me and trying to kill me. I was like, this is just perfect. So, like, I implore you to name your followers after something you care about. Just, like, Harry oh. Potter characters or something. Because it's hilarious. Like, yeah, I named mine after all, the, the dialogue's very good. It is funny. I named all my followers after old white guys. So I, I can't yeah, that particularly was, that was say it was though. something I cared about. But I thought it was funny because, you know... Harold and yeah. Jerry and Gerald. Also, who's Yoga? Oh, that was. That I'm was just curious. I mother. must have missed it. Is that is that yoga? real? Yes, oh, yes, yeah, it is. Chewbacca it, Yoga. Well, Chewbacca so, spelled Yoda. wrong, but that one I figured was just you know you didn't have the extra. Oh no! Yeah, um, Yoda came up and asked me to rescue their brother from a dungeon. Ah, so I went okay. and got him, okay. and I named him Yoga because I was like, "Who's Yoda's I brother?" Yes, I remember Yoga from the movie Stretch. You must. I know he must have yeah. not had force power. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing a character because I know I haven't seen them all, but I don't know who. Yeah, I was getting desperate at the end. Like I didn't have all of them because they were still alive. This was like my death list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got Padme. I also don't have every screenshot you sent me because we Jar -Jar, were running. Jar Count Dooku, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I went into clones. I had, like, fucking Echo and Heavy and 99. Like, I was getting down there. I, I had way more. I just couldn't remember. I haven't watched Rebels yet, so I know there's, like, those people. But I'm, I'm pretty surprised. Almost everyone was named after Star Wars. The only time I didn't, uh, someone that was watching my stream, I named them after them. And then I named one after my friend because she named one after me. Yeah. And then obviously yoga. <laughs> that makes sense. I uh, yoga was 
just, he was cool. I liked him. I thought they had a good relationship. Yeah, like Darth Maul and Anakin were like frolicking through a field together early on. I was like, this game's great. That must be the parts <laughs> of episode one that I missed. Although... Yeah, was... but then like you get attached to them and you're not supposed to. Like you get rewarded in the game for like being a terrible cult leader and like sacrificing oh, them. Like no. eating their <laughs> eating their flesh after they die. I never like, did that. Although I did accidentally... Terrible. I accidentally fed dead guy to another person without meaning to and he died immediately afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, why did he die? I'm like, oh shit, if you feed them dead follower meat, they immediately have a 75% chance of dying. I'm like, fuck. Because I always felt That's bad. Apparently you can put a compost thing in where you can put the dead bodies in that and they become fertilizer or something. Oh, see, I have a very, very big graveyard because I wasn't using them for meat. Yeah. But the game's just great. Like, I sent Anakin out on a... <laughs> you can send them to get fucking resources for you and it tells you the percent chance of them, like, surviving. And there's, like, 75% chance. Like, this is fine. Go ahead. Anakin comes back. He's there in the flesh. He's got his little exclamation point. He's like, Master, I did it! <laughs> or, so I go over there and talk to him, and he's like, Master, I'm so sorry, I failed. And then fucking drops dead on the spot. I was never been more devastated. R.I.P. Anakin. But I brought him back. He's still alive. He's like 100 now. <laughs> I don't know how to resurrect anyone. I, I don't think I unlocked that ritual. So you can weed out the weak by doing this. Well, you can't sacrifice yes. the elderly. You can't. No, you, yes, you, can. no you can't. I have been. You can't. I wait. No, you can't. So the game's really weird. It only lets you sag. Only lets you interact like on like a complex level with like the top six followers you have. Really? So, like if yeah. So like every time you go in there, it only pulls up six options. Even though I had like twenty people. Oh. So they ask me. They'd be like, "Oh, can you sacrifice me? I want to die." And I'm like, "I got you." <laughs> I go in there, and it's only like the the six oldest ones that have been there, like the ones that or maybe the ones with the highest loyalty. I did so not know really that. Was, yeah, there was a few times I couldn't do my quest because they weren't one of the available options. So I'm hoping huh. that the, the team has a lot of updates coming because there's just a lot of bugs, which doesn't really affect the experience, but there's quite a few bugs on PlayStation and then also on Switch for my friend. Well, but I'm that's... hoping that like one of the quality of life things is that they let you pick from any of your followers because I was... That's I got weird. married a few times, though, so... I married two people, but one died, and, and then I sacrificed the other one so we didn't find out that I married someone else. Um, but I wanted to sacrifice the old people, not, like, because I don't like old people, but, like, because they were gonna die anyway. Their bio was like, I'm on my way out, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll send you up to heaven, then I'll get some better weapons or whatever, and it wouldn't let me, and I thought maybe it was just, like, you have to keep the elderly around because they're elderly, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah, not... Yeah, I, I would... I would check every so often to see if one of the people I could sacrifice was elderly because, like you said, they don't do anything besides be old. <laughs> they just fucking walk around <laughs> like, I'm old and dying. Like, that's all they say yes. when you read their minds, and it's like, okay, cool, man, we get it. Like, odd flex. Do something. I'm not paying you to just fucking walk around and shit on the grass. Yeah, so you can kill any of them. You can ascend some of them if you're feeling nice, but that was pointless. I think I sent, like, two to heaven. <laughs> I ascended some. I did it over-sacrificing them, because I felt like whenever I sacrificed someone, the cult got very, like, sus about it, and they were kind of like, did. eh, I don't like that. And, like, same, because I would feel the same way, you know? But if you tell them they're going to heaven, then they're like, oh, look at him, he's he's, he's ascending, he's, be you know... Happy. Yeah. It's... Yeah, you can reward them, you can have, like, feasts and stuff, but yeah, there's a lot of follower interaction that's very fun, and some, some like, somehow my friends still get dialogue that I haven't seen, so there's, like, a lot in there for them to say to you <laughs> for activities that can happen, so. Cool. But yeah, your game's probably a little bit different than mine, just because you, like, have two options, and then if you pick one, you can't use the other, so, like, if you didn't get to 
bring things back from the dead, it's probably because you used a different yeah, doctor I didn't that told them that. that resurrection was not okay. <laughs> I was like, resurrection is fine here. I don't remember what I used, but I, I think I used, Witchcraft. I picked a funeral one. So you could like have a funeral. That's probably what it was. And then you get like, you know, you get to, it's better than chopping up their meat, I guess. Although yes. I think you can have a funeral for a guy whose meat you chopped up. Which well, is just nice. a whole kind of messed up thing going on there. I would take the meat of the dead guy and then just sell it for like eight gold. And I was like, fucking dead. You can like loot the corpse, but it's fun. It's a really fun game. It's definitely like one of those games that I recommend. And it's, um, what would you say? Probably about 20 hours start to finish. If you just play it at like a regular pace, maybe even a little less. I took my time a little probably bit. Less. Yeah. I didn't want to rush through it. I just, I was like, oh, I'm just going to like wait some days and do this stuff. I think I got to day 80. I rolled, yeah, I rolled credits at 15 hours and I kept getting like caught up doing things. So you could definitely beat the game probably maybe like 10 to 12 if you're like only just like running through dungeons because it's not like you said, it wasn't that difficult. Um, I just kept getting caught up doing side stuff. It like really surprised me too with unlocking different parts of the map and having like more to do because I thought it was just going to be dungeons and cult, but mm -hmm. they gave you like different locations, like different new characters, and even like a little mini dice game. Which yeah, knuckle so bones. Fun. I like that. I thought that was yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a good game. Kind of but weird. Game of the year contender for sure. And it's been a dry year. I honestly forgot about Elden Ring when I was thinking. Yeah, about Elden Ring so, asked like, for me. Elden Ring, yeah, but, like, if Elden Ring wasn't there, you know? But, like, just for me, like, it's that's in my top three for the, the year so far. I was going to say Horizon, Forbidden West. Uh, yeah, Horizon, and then Lego Pokemon, Pokemon Legends, Arceus is one people like oh, a lot, Oh, shit, too. that was January of this year. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I got some thinking to do before the end of the year, then. The I'm cool. hoping... Oh, no, Hogwarts just got moved in it. Um, I don't... It I, I never played it. Well, Ragnarok was supposed to come out. Well, There's that... Still, yeah. Supposedly coming out this year, so I think if anything has a chance to dethrone Elden Ring, God of War. I'd be surprised if any. I mean, Tiny Tina's came out this year too, which was a cool game. I don't think it was Game of the Year, but it was definitely really fun. But I think Elden Ring's probably going to end up being that. I would be unless Heck. something swipes. I mean, Horizon looks gorgeous. I've just never played. Like I haven't actually. Horizon's fan. That that see that wasn't on our list, but that would be a game I would tell you to play. Uh, Tech said so. Well. Thanks for the follow, by the way. Uh, is God of War Ragnarok going to enter on the list? Going to be released no 9th of November. Yeah. I think for the official Game of the Year list, I think it might be on, like, the cusp of the cutoff for the, ga like, the Game Awards. But, like, for me, yeah, I'm just going to count it. Like November January 19th. The is the cutoff? The... Yeah. Yep. So they might make it. I don't know. It, we'll see what the Game Awards ends up doing because they need time for, like, reviewers and stuff to have the game and such and finish it. But it should be fine. It could go to Skyrim again, realistically, if they were to release it again on something this year. I don't know if that. You know what's funny it. is like during all of these game awards shows, I was like, I want Skyrim to get a PS5 edition. My friends were like, No, like they're not going to do that. They just did the PS4. They did it. Yeah. <laughs> the legendary edition. I, just, I was like, Yeah. I just don't. It's just too many. There's like a hundred and four copies of that game at this point. It's insane. I'm waiting. When's the when's it come out on mobile? Like when is their Skyrim mobile? That's got to be next, right? Like a shortened That'd version with a bunch of microtransactions. Elder Scrolls Online. That's, that's well, Elder Scrolls Online exists, and then is God of War. I mean, I definitely think that God of War could be. I didn't know it was coming out that soon. I got to finish God of War. I mean, now that I'm done with Cloak of Lamb, I'm, I'm honestly still surprised it hasn't been spoiled for you. So you got to get on that. I mean, I try to avoid 
Spoilers, you're the only one yeah, who almost Yeah, but someone could have said it during him. the chat, and I was, like, scared. That oh, was going no. To I mean, I don't think it, it would, like, destroy the game for me either way. I have my theories, and I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to probably be wrong, but I had a feeling that Freya was a god, so, um, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, Cult of the Lamb, I would say, if I'm giving it my personal rating... I would say 8.5 out of 10, which is just, like, almost an A-. minus. I do think it had a few, um... Oh, Colroy said, how far along are you on God of War? So, I actually haven't played in a couple weeks, because I started playing Cult, uh, Cult of the Lamb, and then I, before that, I've been playing Dead by Daylight a little bit. So, I just was a little bit, like, distracted, because I've been playing with friends, like, online, and so I only have so much time in the day to play games, because, like, I feel like I'm literally busy all the time, somehow. Um... <laughs> And, uh, as much as I'd love to have a day to just, like, sit down and just fucking spend the whole day playing video games and not doing anything else, like, that's not always feasible. Um, but, yeah, I would say probably, like, maybe about the halfway point-ish. Oh, like, get going. I mean, I'm gonna finish it. I have three months, and I'm not gonna, I mean, problem is I, like, start a game and then go to something else. It's the same thing I do with shows that I do with games, which is kind of a problem, but this one I finished. Cult of the Lamb I finished, and, uh, Woo. so... So, oh, yeah. I am wearing my cult t-shirt. It's for the wrong the wrong game, but the cult from Children Borderlands 3. Of the vault. I like the shirt. Yeah. I don't uh They were they were a one. cult. I have a new another Uncharted Horizons shirt that's persona themed coming in, but it's Ooh, not nice. here yet. Um someone asked me about it. I was like, oh, I've tried I tried I ordered a couple different shirts because like it's cool to like have the you just like how soft it is. It, this shirt is so soft. It's very comfortable, I'll be honest with you. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So this was awesome, and we finished the bracket, which is, you know, a testament to, like, how that went. A uh, couple quick... Can we post the full bracket, you think? We like can. I can put the bracket like... together and put the results and I actually put... Oh, yeah, exactly. if you want to do it, that's fine. Um, that might help. I just need the results because I forget what they are. Yeah, I have a list. I know I we got there. two, but just yeah. We um we will post um all of it. The podcast will be posted uh tomorrow, probably because I forgot to record this. So I have to wait till your Twitch puts it up as a VOD so that I can actually take it down. Um, which should be the case, but I don't. That should be a problem. I just have to get it because I didn't realize yeah. till midway through I didn't hit the record button um but that's fine we'll get it uh but thanks so much to everybody who watched and also we reached over 50 downloads which was really fucking awesome so thank you guys to that everybody who's listened and downloaded like that's pretty cool just for something we just like randomly started like a couple weeks ago and like it's been fun so thank you to everyone who supported and uh remember we are available on all streaming platforms except pandora but like fuck pandora like i don't they for some reason just didn't i, know they were alive, I so. didn't know pandora was still a thing no i i was checking my myspace really and, not. no and congratulations again to the winner. Um, I will get that uh, information posted on our Twitter in a little bit. Uh, that was, again, Nurgle Herald. Ner Nergi Herald. I don't know how to pronounce that, but congratulations. Uh, God of War 1. And this was uh, this was a lot of fun. And should we should we briefly tease our next show? Are we, are we pretty confident that that's going to be where we go? Sure. I don't know what you're talking about, but yep. Well, then we you. can. Well, you said you wanted to go with the poll results from oh, our yeah, from yeah, our yeah. fan poll do and do, do and do that. Yeah. So our next show, which is to be determined date wise, I like to think eventually we'll get a relatively consistent date down pat. But like we both have hectic schedules, so our biggest concern is just like at least doing one show a week, and then we'll worry about like a specific like day of the week later. But uh, we are going to dive into Pokemon. 
and uh, I don't know what that's going to entail. Pokemon games, like, I, we'll probably, like, discuss it a little bit, like, what we should bring to the table, like, hey, do some, you know, get a list of, like, Pokemon games you like, or Pokemon you like, or whatever, like, there's a billion different directions, but that was what the fan poll, uh, voted for, for our conversation, and Nicole won't let me do a Star Wars show until I watch, um, episode one, so we have to wait on that a little bit longer, but I very much am looking forward to talking about, uh, sequels at some point, and how I think they're very, um, hated on for no reason except episode eight which is terrible but that's a whole nother conversation for another day um that we will have so we will be back next week at some point with well, if you follow us on twitter you'll definitely know before anybody else like if you want to be in that special we're gonna play that uh who's that pokemon game i was thinking <laughs> pokemon. i thought that pikachu could be kind of fun who know i don't know <laughs> how many time it's gonna be pikachu <laughs> we'll play with the chat and we'll we'll give away uh, we'll play we'll play with the chat and we'll give away uh something whoever can guess the most pokemon will pop them up randomly throughout the stream or something that could be fun um it's pikachu for the bits thank you hope everyone has a safe day filled with tons of love and positivity good night thank you so much for watching positivity oh god it's uh i'm going yeah i'm leaving all right i'll let you handle sending off it is your channel after all but thank you guys for watching make sure you check us out on our socials and check out nicole's blog as well because like it's definitely good and worth reading so we'll see you guys next time